Support for this podcast and the following message come from Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels is the oldest, mellowest, whiskiest whiskey, and every drop is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, turning nights into stories since 1866. Please drink responsibly. This week on Bullseye, Lin-Manuel Miranda on his dark materials, hip-hop, and life after Hamilton. I know it's the first line of my obituary. So if that line is handled, then what else can I do with my time here? It's Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. From NPR Music, it's all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. It's the end of the decade, Mr. Hilton. <laughs> so uh, what we've done is a poll. We want to know what your songs were for the decade, for these 2010s. And so today on All Songs Considered, we're going to sort of do a rough countdown. We'll put the entire list up online and a playlist for Spotify, Apple Music. And so we're going to count through the top 25 of the 2010s. Yeah, you know, we just got done doing this series of podcasts looking at the 2010s, and there were a lot of recurring themes like globalism and genre blending and the mainstreaming of queer pop. But one thing we didn't do is uh, sort of take the temperature of our audience, like where listeners are after the past 10 years of absorbing and taking in and enjoying music. And I feel like this poll kind of does that because there were some recurring themes that I saw in these songs and we'll talk about them uh, along the way. Play me, play me. Well, let's start with what came in at number 25, which is Fleet Foxes, the song Helplessness Blues, which definitely speaks to some of the themes, and it may be my song of the decade. I was raised up believing I was somehow unique Like a snowflake Distinct among snowflakes Unique in each way you can see And now after some thinking, I'd say I'd rather be A functioning cog in some great machinery Serving something beyond me But I don't, I don't know what that will be I'll get back to you someday soon Singing along to every word of that. I'm sorry oh. to have to pull it down. I know. The, yeah. the rights issues get us every time. We'll put everything up online and, and a nice playlist for everybody. We want to get through a lot of stuff, so... Yeah, uh, you, you, you didn't want a hanky? This, this song is all about recognizing that your life doesn't have to be remarkable to be fulfilling. And that was one of the recurring themes I found. And a lot of the songs that people picked was just a real sense of humility, recognizing that you are part of something much larger. And uh, that was kind of a beautiful thing to see in these songs. I was not expecting this Fleet Foxes song to 
pop up as high as it did and was really happy to see it. Let's do 24. I know we're going to skip around, but let's do number 24, which was Courtney Barnett, which maybe rock-wise was probably my rock artist of the decade and poet, you know? She just is such an extraordinary songwriter. We have to play Depreston or uh, we can't do the show. And that's the song that uh, listeners picked. Uh, One listener named Laura says, it seems like an anthem of sorts for millennials who could only dream of finding a house, but we'd talk trash about settling for one too. Very on point. Uh, The song to Preston from, sometimes I sit and think and sometimes I just sit. You said we should look out further. I guess it wouldn't hurt us. We don't have to be around all these coffee shops. Now we got that percolator Never made a latte greater I'm saving $23 a week We drive to a house in Preston We see police arresting A man with his hand in a bag song that's not like an earworm, but obviously people are connecting with what she's saying. And uh, one of our great poets of the 2010s, I'd say, Courtney Barnett. Uh, Let's take uh, number 23 is Radiohead's Daydreaming from the Moonshape Pool was uh, pretty great. Um, Number 22 is Brandy Carlisle, The Joke, an extraordinary song from the album, by the way, I Forgive You. 21 was Lana Del Rey, uh, Video Games was a song from Born to Die. Anna 20 was Janelle Monet, which was a song Make Me Feel. From her album Dirty Computer, just came out last year. This one is a real earworm. Let's just play a little bit of it, and then we can maybe hear what listeners thought about it when we come back. Make Me Feel. Yeah. Baby, don't make me spell it out for you. All of the feelings that I got for you. Can't be explained, but I can try for you. Yeah, baby, don't make me spell it out for you. You keep on asking me the same questions. Why? And second guessing all my intentions. Should know by the way I use my compression that you got the answers to my confessions. It's like I'm powerful with a little bit of tender. Emotional, sexual bender Mess me up, yeah, but no 
beats and all the little mouth noises that she's making. Um, the song Make Me Feel from Dirty Computer last year, Chris, a listener named Chris, writes in to say, on top of the musical brilliance, it's the pansexual anthem we needed in 2018. This was a really vulnerable album um, for Janelle Monet and song. You know, she basically comes out as pansexual on this song. She sings that she is an emotional sexual bender. Um, and it was a really important moment, I think, last year when this album dropped, uh, it, you know, in the whole evolution of gender in, in music in this past decade. After Janelle Monáe, 2019 was Alabama Shakes, Hold On, from the album Boys and Girls. And, and boy, Brittany Howard short had a decade. Ending with Jamie. And uh, Hozier, Take Me to Church, which came out in uh, 2014, was number 18. Frank Ocean, number 17, Self Control from the album Blonde. And you're going to take us to number 16, Mitski. Your Best American Girl was another one. I was so happy to uh, to see this one appear on, on the list. Has one of the greatest drops of all time, I think. Uh, and let's just play it and we'll hear it. Uh, your Best American Girl from, pretty sure it's pronounced puberty or maybe uh, puberty. You might want to ask your kids. Yeah, puber, <laughs> puberty too. If I could but be your little spoon and kiss your fingers forevermore. But big spoon, you have so much to do and I have nothing ahead of me. Your 
awesome. So awesome. What a drop. Even with that drop, though, it's really a song that's kind of heartbreaking. It's about wanting to be with someone, but to be with them, you have to conform to somebody else's idea of what you should be. And that idea of, of self-affirmation about identity. Yeah. So important. And so many of the songs we're going to hear, we heard from uh, our listener, Wesley, who wrote in and said, while many people think that rock and roll is dead, it's simply changed from a raucous id to a more reserved, reflective narrative normally driven by women. This song is the best example of that shift, a song from someone who doesn't look like your typical rock star that expresses a personal narrative aimed at all those who have an idea of what an American should look and sound like. And as the guitar comes in, as uh, you so uh, aptly did with your... Yes, I windmilled (laughs) it. (laughs) it while the song was playing. Uh, You can tell that Mitski was ready to explode with expression. She is, when you see her live, she's amazing. And went in at 16. Then at uh, number 15, we had Carly Rae Jepsen's Run Away With Me from her 2015 album, Emotion. Then at number 14, one that I know is one of your all-time favorites from the past decade, Lucy Dacus, uh, the song Night Shift. Yeah, Night Shift is one of my favorite songs of 2010, for sure. I think about Mitski and Lucy Dacus. I also noticed uh, not on this list was Julian Baker, who I think only because she writes so many songs people love that so many people voted for so many different songs yeah. is one reason. But those three people were so important, and Courtney Burnett were so important in uh, songwriting in rock. And uh, let's play, uh, you talk about when those guitars come in. You ready to windmill again? I am. We're going to play Night Shift from Historian. The first time I tasted somebody else's spit I had a coughing fit I mistakenly called them by your name I was let down, it wasn't the same I'm doing fine Trying to track mind regaining my self-worth in record time but I can't help but think of your other in the bed that was mine am I masochist resisting urges to punch you in the teeth call you a bitch and leave Why did I come here to sit and watch you stare at your feet? What was the plan? Absorb your guilt and shake hands I feel no need to forgive, but I might as well But let me kiss your lips, so I know how it felt Four hours in the dark
Makes you wait for it, but it's worth it. Oh my god! Incredible, incredible song. I hate fading down on it, but such is life. Someday, maybe she'll find it in her heart to forgive you for turning it down. Uh, Chris, uh, one of our listeners, writes: "It's such a fantastic depiction of the kind of mental loops you go through during heartbreak, but also acknowledges that someday you look back on this period." With fully, with a fully new perspective. Yep. Um, Night Shift, Lucy Dacus, one of the great songs of 2010. You voted for it as listeners, and uh, I'm with you. <laughs> it came out uh, just last year as well in 2018. That song came in at number 14, uh, 14th most mentioned song in our poll that listeners uh, picked. Uh, number 13 was Taylor Swift's All Too Well from her uh, 2012 album, Red. Then at number 12, we have Adele's Rolling in the Deep uh, from her album 21. That came out very early in 2011. I was not surprised to see that one on it. Or this next one that uh, we want to play. This came in at number 11. It's Childish Gambino's This Is America, his one-off single that he released in May of last year. Let's hear a little bit of it. Carry em. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. 
Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. Woo. We gon' blow like yeah. Really amazing video for this song, too. A one-off single from Donald Glover, uh, also known as Childish Cambino. Man, you could spend a, a whole semester or a year in college dissecting the song and the video, but basically a very deep examination of what it means to be black in America. You know, he looks at racism and gun violence and police brutality. Um, it was uh, supposed to be the first song from a new album from Childish Gambino, but it's been a year and a half and we still haven't heard anything else from him. And one of our listeners, Carlisle, writes in to say, it's the perfect summary of a country in crisis, catchy and upbeat if you aren't paying attention, but laying out the problems of a crumbling nation in the lyrics. Childish Gambino coming in at number 11 in our listener poll. Let's take a quick break. Come back. And what do we have, about four or five more songs to yeah, go? Yeah, we'll, we'll do five more. Okay. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. The following message comes from our sponsor, Jack Daniels. Master distiller Jeff Arnett explains why Jack Daniels' hometown of Lynchburg, Tennessee, is a vital part of their whiskey. The people of Lynchburg, Tennessee are, are, are so committed, they take great pride in it. Because if you ever come to Lynchburg, you'll get a very strong sense that Whiskey making is the lifeblood of the community, uh, and it has been, you know, since the courthouse was built in the 1870s. To learn more about Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey, go to jackdaniels.com. Please drink responsibly. Support for this podcast and the following message come from American Mensa, the high IQ organization that offers intellectual stimulation and a place to socialize with smart people like yourself. Your high intelligence is the passport to compelling Mensa groups, events, and publications. If you think you may be eligible for membership, take Mensa's admission test or qualify using one of 200 other supervised tests that are accepted. Visit AmericanMensa.com join to take the next step today. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. We're doing the countdown of listener picks. Before the break, we played our number 11 song, which was the Childish Gambino song. Uptown Funk was the number 10 song. And then uh, let's play something I know you love so, so much, the Kendrick Lamar. Certainly one of my favorite, one of the best, one of the most important albums of the decade, To Pimp a Butterfly from Kendrick Lamar. The song was all right. It was more than all right. It was more than all right. Uh, we talked a lot about how groundbreaking this album was in our episode about the influence of jazz on hip hop in the past decade. Pretty monumental album, and this cut in particular became sort of the unofficial anthem of the Black Lives Matter movement. Let's hear a little bit of uh, All Right, and we can talk bit more about it when we come out of it. All's my life I has to fight. All's my life I hard times like yeah, bad trips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fed up, homie. You fed up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright.
Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the face down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. What pretty Benjamin is the highlight. Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows. 20 of them in my Chevy, tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow, so my karma come in heaven. No preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a gangsta in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I know it's too late. I think I've gone great Trying to side my faces all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know we've been hurt, been down before When our pride was low Looking at the world like where do we go And we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright There were a lot of uh, people at a number of different protests against police brutality who were heard singing this chorus, We're Gonna Be All Right. Uh, and that's how it sort of took off um, back in 2015 after this was released in 2015. It is a song about hope, and it really helped energize that movement and I think also speaks to one of the recurring themes that I found in a lot of this music, which was hope and optimism and even joy, defiant joy in the face of adversity. Kendrick Lamar's All Right that uh, came in at number nine. Uh, number eight was uh, an earworm, an anthem of sorts. We certainly had clubs, LCD sound systems, Dance Yourself Clean from the album This Is Happening, which came out early in uh, the decade, May of 2010. Number seven was <laughs> that that sound. Can we just play like, like one beat of uh, the beginning of M83 for a second? That. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty uh, ubiquitous this past decade. <laughs> it was both really, really annoying and really fantastic. Oh, yeah, I find, find yeah. it so catchy. Midnight <laughs> City was the song. And uh, uh, Hurry Up, him. We're Dreaming is the album from M83, which came in at number seven. Number six. Beyonce's Formation, another one I was not at all surprised to see uh, on this list from her 2016 album, uh, Lemonade, the lead single. She performed it at the Super Bowl the day after it dropped, a song that in part celebrates black lives and empowerment and pride, but also took a very critical look at uh, how African Americans continue to be marginalized in this country. We did an entire podcast. We did a whole, uh, yes, we did it. If you want to know more about Beyonce uh, and basically how she dominated the past decade, that was the the very first episode we did in our podcast series, looking back at the past decade. But this, this song was pretty monumental uh, from April of of, uh, 2016 formation. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag, swag. I see it, I want it, want it. I suck yellow, want it, want it. I dream it, I work hard, I grind till I own it, own it. I twirl all my middles, I buy no alligators, get up, get up. I'm mean over the needles, sipping crab oil and all this. Sometimes I go hard, I go hard, I go hard, I go hard. Get what's mine, hey, what's mine? I'm a star, I'm a star, cause I slay. 
Uh, Lemonade might be my album of the decade. If, uh, that Fleet Fox song is maybe my song of the decade. This album just absolutely destroyed me, I think. And this song is certainly one of the, the many reasons why, along with the uh, 11 other incredible songs on the record. Uh, Lemonade is the album, the song formation. Our listener Theo writes in saying, this song was the match and the fuel for a bonfire simultaneously. We all rose better from its ashes. <laughs> formation. Great comments from listeners. Yeah. Think. Number five was Kanye West's uh, the song Runaway from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which came out again at the top of 2010. And I just want to say, again, one of the recurring themes I, I heard in these songs was uh, humility. And that song is Kanye basically telling everyone, I've got problems, you need to run away from me. It came out not long after he interrupted Taylor Swift during the award ceremony. And uh, then he comes out with this incredible album and this song basically saying, I understand, I got problems. Number four was uh, Lord uh, Royals. There's a number of artists that came out in the 2010s, uh, most recently Billie Eilish, that seemed to come out of nowhere, very young, talented people. And that's one of the things that the 2010s was uh, able to do, which was complete unknowns, being able to get their music out into the world uh, and, uh, and become not just famous in their country, but famous all over the world. Yeah. Number three, Sufjan Stevens, 4th of July. Well, you're going to cry again. It's one of the most beautiful songs, I think, of all time. All time. We are on the same page there. One of our listeners, Brent, wrote in to say, I'm not sure I can recall another song that sent me into a flood of tears quicker than Sufjan's duet with his mother as she's lying in a hospital bed transitioning into a ghost of her own former self. And he quotes the song, Make the most out of your life while it's rife, while it's light. We're all going to (laughs) die. Well, it's true. You didn't have to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful, though. It's so beautiful. And we should note as you listen to the song, it's an imagined conversation, an imagined duet between him and his mother. Yeah. This is from the Carrie and Lowell record, 4th of July. Disguise like junior high. 
It doesn't make you cry because we're all going to die. It makes you cry because of the love in this song. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the, it's again that recurring theme, um, defiant joy, love for all, and, and humility. Um, he was estranged, Sufjan Stevens was estranged from his mother. They didn't reconnect until many years later uh, when she was dying from cancer. He was by her side when she died. and. In this song, he, like we said, he imagines this conversation with his mother. Sufjan could be ve- very bitter if he wanted to, but he imagines the best of her. Mm-hmm. And not only that, he imagines that she thinks the best of him. And so much defiant joy and love in this song. And that's what the little names that they have, the little nicknames for each other. Firefly. Firefly. Yeah, it's... Uh, that's what's so beautiful about it. And as Brent said to the, the listener comment you read, I can't think of a song that can send me into a flood of tears quicker quicker than that one. I that, remember sitting next to you at the concert that Sufjan did, he, and that was around the birth of your daughter. Yeah, Just uh, like two weeks before, yeah. And I just sobbed through the whole show. Yeah. And I always remember looking behind me and seeing some guy sitting down, looking at his phone, play, playing <laughs> with it, and I've got tears streaming down my face. I just wanted to grab him and shake him. Oh. My. So that's Sufjan Stevens, and that's the number three song. Robin. Robin? Robin. It's a conflict of interest to play that because <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to skip playing Robin. Dancing on My Own from the Body Talk uh, Part 1 album. And I'll just say that Robin song, Dancing on My Own, it was like a big flag signaling where we were headed this decade. I think it, it was sort of Patient Zero, the first one of, of like sad bangers, that defiant joy that we heard in so many of these songs. And we ended up hearing a, a lot of sad anthems, I think, this past decade. And that was sort of the mother of them all. Bon Iver came in at number one. I was surprised and very happy to see this come in as the most mentioned song in our poll with listeners, Holocene, from their self-titled record, Bon Iver, that came out in June of 2011. We got a a note from uh, Ben, our listener, says uh, it conveys a perfect sense that you're just a small part of this huge cosmos. This this speaks right to you. Did you write this? I didn't, (laughs) but but it's so perfectly on point for, I think, a lot of these songs. uh, But it still finds value in small personal spaces to define us. We're not magnificent, quote-unquote, as the refrain goes, but still valuable. Yeah, again, that sense of humility. Justin Vernon just had a big hit with his previous record for Emma Forever Ago. I think he was trying to come to terms with all the attention he was suddenly getting. You know, and that can kind of go one of a couple different ways for him. It made him feel, I think, humble. I think it humbled him and made him in this song, as he says, that I'm, I'm not this magnificent creature. I am much smaller than that. I am part of something much larger. I don't know. I was so inspired and happy to see that recurring theme run throughout so many of the songs that people picked. And it made me feel like we're all, despite everything that's been going on in the, in the whole world in the last decade, uh, that we're all maybe in, in a good place. 
This is our second decade together. I That's I'm, yeah. yeah. Twenty years. It'll be in January. Unbelievable that all songs considered started in, in uh, January at the turn of the century. I could remember what we had done on the after the first decade, and I asked people on the team, and we're about the only ones who were here twenty years ago. Because <laughs> so, NBR Music's only been around since two thousand seven. Right, and, and all songs uh, started, seven years previous. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure I'll make it to the next decade, but let's let's shoot for it. Uh, You'll wheel in on your rascal, and we'll we'll put the mic in front of your mouth. <laughs> oh, who am oh, I kidding? Boy, that's Me so too. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go out on Bonnie Bear. Thank you, everybody who participated in the poll, and all the people. Uh, we have so many folks that write to us with so much heart. I see so many people out and about who come up to me and, and are so grateful for the music we get to turn them on to. And I want to give thanks, and I know you do too, to the musicians, to the people who make yeah. this amazing music that changes our lives. Thanks, Bob. Happy end of decade, Mr. Hilton. You too. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered. Smoke the screen to make you